0: All right, and we are live. What's up Patrick?
1: Doing uh doing my
0: fantasy draft right now. Yeah, because you're a really fucking uh, loser. Because you're a fucking loser. It's really embarrassing, actually. <clears throat> All right, today, guys, we have a very funny, funny comic. Uh, I think he does a great job at incorporating race into a stand-up. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mikey Shack. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, dude? What's up, man? So I honestly am embarrassed that Patrick is here. Uh, On his phone. Doing his fucking fantasy draft.
1: I mean, I, I don't see what the big deal
2: is. This is like one of the most popular things in America. With a fanatical look on his face. Like, you look like, like you're to join ISIS. I'm all in.
1: Listen, all I got left is a defense and a kicker. I'm not even paying attention.
2: No, 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 but you are.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't see why you have to shit on me. It's, yeah. a, it's a normal thing, doing fantasy football. It's like a pretty normal
2: thing. Isn't it funny how like we're more cognizant now of fucking people with their phones out? Well, I think we should be. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, five, if you go five, six years ago... Or like, like when the first iPhone came out, maybe even five years after that, there was no talk about why aren't you paying attention. It was like, look how amazing these phones are. That's true. And then five years after that, all of a sudden, it's just like, wait a minute. I can't get my dick hard or some because shit. Because people started <laughs> so like walking like... into potholes and <laughs> right. falling down manhole covers. Right. Manhole. Right. Manhole
0: covers. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we saw you last week at the dojo. Yeah, pretty yeah, pretty yeah. interesting show. I mean, it's yeah. a great room. Is it usually? What was,
2: what was interesting about the show? Like, when you say interesting, it sounds like you were, like, in the audience. That, that interesting? <laughs> yeah, or yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or interesting, the lineup was fucking weird? or I
0: would say the uh, just the, the three girls from Chicago in the
2: front row. What about them? They were the whole crowd. They were, but they were a good crowd. They were a great crowd. I don't understand people who come to watch a comedy show. They're the only ones there, and they enjoy the show. I don't get that. It's crazy. I don't get that. I'm appreciative of it, for sure, but I don't get it. I would feel weird. Huh? I would feel weird. Yeah. Like I I'm way
0: like it's way more fun if like other you look around other people are laughing yeah. and shit. Yeah, it's
2: that energy. Yeah, for sure. And not only that, man. You know, well, I have like a joke that only works in a room that's big enough for the laughs to roll. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's basically did You do it that night? about kids did I do the joke about why we shouldn't have kids? I don't want to put you. No, a bit no, on I it. don't think so. Why? But I want the punchline that I have is kind of fucking offensive, right? Yeah. And but fucking hilarious, and if it's in a small room, no one wants to laugh at that joke because it's easy to out the person who thinks that's funny. Yeah. But when the room is like got a lot more people, then the five percent that don't mind laughing help the other percentage of people. They'd be like, "Oh, hey,
1: it's okay yeah. to laugh at this." They kind of like, doing it. Yeah, twenty thirty people laughing. Yeah, sure they, rest they the blend into right.
2: like the sea of, uh,
0: okay. um, you know, no one's watching them. It's it's a it's a big crowd. There they can't be looked at. Where if it's a small crowd like the YooHoo room yeah. in uh, at Flappers, you're outed. You're outed.
2: Everyone knows. A lot of
0: dead space. Too. Everyone
2: knows that's the guy who laughed at that joke. That guy hates kids.
0: Yes, the guy, <laughs> that
2: guy hates kids the
0: most in this room. So you said the joke is a little offensive at the punchline? The so punchline,
2: like, yeah. The punchline is pretty offensive. As a matter of fact, I was told at Tao Studio that she didn't want me to do it there anymore. Really? Yeah, she's like, you cannot do that joke here.
1: So at like a safe space room? I've, I, I've never What's been to What's a safe Tao? space? Um, those places where like you have to go and do material that it, that can work in a safe space.
2: Oh, uh, no, Tao, you can do just about anything. Okay. It's just this joke here that I got the punchline makes, you know. <laughs> but would you
0: do it anytime in your
2: set or do you kind of wait to win over the crowd first before you do that? Because
0: I think joke placement yeah, is super important. I
2: definitely, I definitely do that after I've already beaten myself down, made them laugh at my imperfections, mm-hmm. you know how it goes, yeah, and course. then fucking like. Oh, yeah, he likes the same things I like. Oh, I think, you know that. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it's just like. cool. <laughs> 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 yeah. Now that I've hypnotized your brain to mesh with my brain, it's time to dump. <laughs> well, I heard. But that's that... like part of art, isn't it? Like you got to gain Absolutely. your this trust. And then you kind of got to shit on them for a while. And then you got to win them back.
1: Yeah. Just like I we were talking about Patrice,
2: Patrice O'Neill. Yeah. The love, Patrice. love him. He he made you feel. Like the ebbs and flows of life, bro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he made you go, oh, and then he made you laugh, fucking really hard. And then he made you go, I don't think I would like you as a person. And then he goes, <laughs> yeah, oh, just man, makes I him a- fucking love you as a person. It's like he's really good at that. Man.
0: He, I think he was the best at controlling a room,
2: absolutely. Because, because
0: <laughs> like when he was like quote unquote bombing or, or like he wasn't getting laughs, like he knew exactly what he was doing. Like he was doing this on person uh, purpose. Like he wanted him to kind of pull back a little bit and then be like. Listen, I know you kind of hate me right now, but I'm gonna fucking get you with this yeah. joke, and all of a sudden it was a 180 again.
2: I love when, and I, and I can't Chappelle wait to. Control room like that. I so. can't wait to acquire a skill where I could like do what some of these comics do, like basically turn on the audience and make that hilarious like bill burr has has that you see the one in philly the philly oh my god hilarious (laughs) hilarious he wins them over by shooting 13 minutes and fuck you guys and the
0: eagles suck there 12 minutes he was just going in on philadelphia it was like a like an oddball tour kind of thing where it was a bunch of comics in the bill
2: and uh it was an outdoor um
1: uh, opie and anthony
2: Oh, maybe it was that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you have a and then and with that you have a mixture of tastes and comedy. Oh, for sure. And then all of a sudden you're gonna have like the fucking bleeding hearts crying and shitting themselves.
1: Well apparently that room was just like horrible that night. They were just shitting on every comic went up there, like they weren't receptive at all. I think they were talking a lot during the sets before and it just pissed him off. So he just went out there and was like, Fuck
2: you guys. Well, yeah, you know yeah, what that's experience that's experience that's experience i could never like do that. that's him as an entertainer going i know exactly what you guys want yeah, yeah. and he gave it to them and they loved it they, they fucking loved, loved it because he jerked them out of their fucking yeah whatever they were doing you know what i'm saying i mean i think some people or
0: some crowds they go to certain shows to to like You'll cause problems
2: or, I mean, oh, especially yeah. if you're in philadelphia you know like i went the i just
0: in vermont one time and there was this a bar called like Gustos or something. Yeah. And whenever there was comedy there, yeah, people would find out and go there to heckle. Oh God. They would go there to heckle because they're be like, "All oh, comedies in town. Like we're gonna fucking heckle these like." Is there these a sadder letters?
1: existence than someone who shows up at a comedy show to heckle the comics?
2: There are people that are like that, man. They're miserable, is what it, what, what that saying. is. Is man. there a sadder existence? No, that? no, I don't think so.
1: You're a bad person if you do that,
2: dude. I got. Uh, Surprised, dude. I got heckled hard in Boston. Really?
1: Boston seems like a heckling town.
2: No, but I mean like I'm offended by your joke heckle.
1: Really? Oh, uh, Boston does not seem like that kind of town. But
2: then in 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 exactly, but then in Boston's defense, this was this was at Laugh Boston, mm-hmm. which is inside the Marriott hotel in downtown Boston. So, what percentage are Bostonians? They're probably people from fucking people goddamn. Traveling. Yeah, you know what I mean? I had a girl in the front like, as soon as I started the joke, it was about Saudi Arabia. Well, here's the problem. And as soon as I. She's a woman. Okay. But, yeah, <laughs> right? Not a girl. Yeah. she was a woman. Yeah. <laughs> no, she was a girl. Because, <laughs> because she literally was just like, as soon as I said that, she was like, you can't say that. Like, right in the front row. But I just steamrolled over her like she didn't exist. And that's yeah. what sometimes you got to do, you know.
0: There were some times, like, I, I first started uh, in New York. And there were some times that I was so freed. Of getting heckled that if anyone was talking about anything i would just go into them and unfortunately like looking back on it now i realized that i had said a joke and they're like oh shit you know that kind of happened to me so they were you know they're, they're confiding in one another like oh my god yeah that's so true and i just thought talking and i was so afraid of getting heckled that i'd be like, like what are you fucking talking about I'm like oh no we're just in... and i would just go in on them and and Looking back, I was so stupid because I didn't realize what exactly was going on.
2: Mm-hmm. They were just
0: going like, oh, my God, that is funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that has happened.
2: But you took that as a heckle.
0: And I took it as a heckle or they were going to heckle. And then
2: all of a sudden you got aggressive about I it. I got
0: really aggressive. I think the, the room definitely like pulled back a little bit. They're like, whoa. Of whoa. They did. We're, we're having you, a fun time. You this. Like a, yeah. When you first started, you had a couple of
1: faults like on stage yeah. that were 100% due to just your confidence.
2: And like, your ego, I yeah. bet, it seems like, like you, you know your ego got got the best yeah. of you. And your then, ego was on high alert. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then you also used to do that thing where anytime a joke didn't oh. land right away, you would call it out. You'd be like, "Oh, that's great." More, yeah,
0: cool. more so um, at like mics, just because you get nothing at mics, and it's just so frustrating. Because you know Pat and I are only getting one, maybe two shows a month, so we're we're in the open mic scene hard. That's how we get stage time. I feel like when you're there and it's like, dude, I'm putting the hours in and, like, you guys aren't even fucking paying attention, that's when I think I did it most. But it's also a bad habit to translate into shows if if that did happen. Mm -hmm. And now I've completely stopped, and it's just made the sets more fun because I can just kind of roll through it. And they're not going to laugh at everything. Plus, I think it
1: it sort of weakened your stage presence overall where – this was something you told me that I was kind of doing where I would just – I would do my – uh, you know, I'd have my punchline, and then I would just start talking again right away. And I didn't leave any sort of space for the crowd to, like react to it, and for them to know it's time to laugh. Yeah, or emphasis. And you yeah. leave, it was like you weren't leaving any time for anyone to laugh. Yeah, like, right away, or oh, <laughs> fuck you guys.
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely got better with that, and also like listening to the videotapes or the uh, the voice memos. Yeah. helps
2: me so much. Oh, yeah. do, you, do you record your sets? Absolutely, dude. And then there's ones that I I have this like workflow where I like. You ever use the app Evernote? No. What's oh, that? Fucking dope. It's dope. You, you got to look into Evernote? it. Evernote. Figure okay. it out. Let me know if you want to. If you need any like guidance on how to set it up, it's one of the greatest apps. It's like it acts as another brain, basically. Really? Yeah. What does it do? It basically has created my life to be completely fucking paperless. Now I, you probably don't need that much, but I run. I have ten homes that I like at the manage. That's a lot of paperwork that comes yeah. in. So instead, I just scan it into Evernote and Evernote. Keeps it in the cloud, and I can access it from all my devices or any of anybody else's devices. But then it's also got a good writing app in there too. So I, that's where I, you know, that's where mm-hmm. I have like a folder for all new ideas, and then I transfer them to working folder, and then once I, I do the refine folder. But that's just I have a structure. Mm-hmm. But the voice memo, I like to, uh, you know, some of them are just whatever. But those ones that are good, I'll push them to Evernote. Oh, okay. And actually create just the fucking file for that to know that when I go in there, this is the one to listen mm-hmm. to out of all of these other ones. Yeah, yeah
0: I still haven't gotten down my uh, like writing habits, so I'm not consistent with one platform. Either I put like some ideas or premises in my notes on my phone, I do the voice memos, or I record my sets and then right afterwards, or I'll write longhand on my laptop and like save those. But it, or and then also I have a journal too. So it's just a clusterfuck of a bunch of different material yeah. and ideas, and I can't quite pick one platform that works better than the other. Dude. and right now I have all my material scattered across four different
2: things. That's where I was before. Now everything's all in one portal. Never okay, know. Like all my all my documents, tons of paperwork. I got rid of like file cabinets. Yeah, it's There's all something in there.
1: when it comes to jokes. though, there's something I like about writing writing it out. Because it takes so much longer, and you have, like, time to sort of think about each thing that you're saying as opposed to typing where you're just like, you're firing
2: off. Or and, sometimes I dictate to my computer. That's right. Oh, that's good stuff. I just pace around my office and yeah. just, like, talk, and it just picks it up.
0: But the memos are great for me, the voice memos, because a lot of the times – the, like for me personally, like the tone of my voice Absolutely. or the tone inflections Absolutely. is where the, the punch signs are also. And, and writing that loses that sometimes. And then
2: you'll listen to the different sets and you'll notice, man, your voice changes. Sometimes you're feeling different. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you didn't sleep as good. Some, like, other days you have more energy. Maybe you had more coffee before mm-hmm. the thing. Who the fuck knows? But, like, you're right, because some of the ones where you hit that punchline perfectly, if you listen to it again, you'll realize the, the, the level of energy and emotion that you had in it and why that made it work. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that you for can sure. recreate that again. And then also, um,
0: you know, going through and doing the joke in the tone that you wrote the joke. Because a lot of times I would write a joke that about a situation that generally made me angry. And then when I would do the joke, it was like I was up and like, having a good time, and I kind of lost the emotion, which I, which I think is what made the joke funny to begin with. Is why I wrote it down because of the tone that it was originally um, in. And then when you lose that tone or change it on stage, I think you kind of change the, um, um, the, whole, the whole point of the joke exactly.
1: And just the way it's received, like, a, a joke about something that really pissed you off has to be delivered with some edge. The only so, person, you know, isn't that fucking funny?
2: And that's, and that, but yeah, you're right. Cause what's interesting is when you first develop that thing and you first do it in front of an audience, your emotion is really angry at that yeah. moment that where it needs to be, because you're really living it now because, yeah. and then you got to do it 500,000 times and you got to muster up that same acting skill to I mean, feel ang- the same thing.
1: Funny, and a lot of times
0: the it, only person, can be funny.
2: the only person yeah. I think
0: does angry material, but comes off happy is Brian Regan. Like all of his stories, yeah. he's very—you can tell. Like this pissed him off, but he's able to.
1: He's, he's just a goofy. dude. He's just a goofy and fucking dude. He's a like Midwest of, guy, you, you know. Do that if you're sort of a goofy person, yeah, he like, doesn't curse.
0: Not I'm not fucking. I mean, I'm kind of goofy, but I'm more just pissed off. Mm, you know, yeah. I, I that that anger thing. No, you're you're not mm. very
1: goofy at all.
0: Really goofy? Okay, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> Yes, fight. It, it would be the first time. I mean, hey. We used to get drunk uh, at his house. How long you guys known each other? Oh, dude, Just all our whole lives.
2: Oh, shit, is gay. Yeah.
0: We used to get, yeah, very gay. <laughs> <laughs> very uh, gay. We
1: have, we have an interesting relationship where I don't know many people who shit on each other as much as we do, mm. but it is not personal at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. No. And, but it is personal, but not taken personal. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, man. like it's like, hey, like Pat's looking like I've lost some weight. It's like, actually, it looks like you gained some that weight. It's like, like well, that was personal, but I yeah. didn't take it personally.
2: Like I, got, I got come from a family where everybody uh, gets earned stripes by who can roll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And my whole family's like that. My cousins, everyone, we're all like ripping on each other, but it's out of fun, you know. Yeah,
1: and like we never actually get mad at each other. We
2: got mad like twice. Yeah, that's it. We
1: get like kind of a, we get annoyed with each other a decent amount. But, yeah, like, actually angry. Like no, nothing ever like festers between us. Like that's the thing. with Like a lot of people's friendships is it's based off of kind of convenience, and when when they get annoyed at something, they just don't say it and it just yeah. sort of sits there and they let they resent the other person about it for a really long right. time. Right. We call each other out on it
2: Immedi- right away. immediately. <laughs> that's how it should be. How yeah. it should be.
1: And I think the fact that that kind of bodes well for also who we are as comics. And that's sort of just a trait of comics in general. Are generally not people who let things you know go on set.
2: You guys are a prime example of why I wish I was gay. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying, man? Oh, it because be so it's so much like, easier. It'd be so much fucking <laughs> yeah. easier, man. For sure. If it was like this, 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 and I like the fuck butts, right, you know. Uh, well, you know
0: what? Business, <laughs> one time, one time we talked. I think we like just watched Castaway, and I'm like, oh my god, it'd be horribly be stuck on an island. And I said to him, but if you and I were stuck on an island, like we'd probably end up like fucking each other, right? And he's like, no. Oh, I would you. I would never fuck you. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. I mean, I wouldn't fuck you either. I just really thought upset. that at no, a certain like, point, you, we. You, you just,
1: can't say that and then say that you would also never fuck me. I just. You've clearly already made up in your mind that you would fuck me. But because I thought. I thought. I think
0: you're gay, dude. I thought because you'd be on board, yeah. too. <laughs> he's gay. Right?
1: He, he, not, I wouldn't even say that he's gay, but just he knows that there is a point at which he would fuck me.
0: Yeah, i have been on an island for the rest of my life. Yeah. No. Dude, I eventually.
1: I'd rather jerk off
2: with sand. <laughs> wow, dude. Jesus. He's doing it like my people. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> we Arabs love to jerk off with sand, bro. Dude, I love your jokes about
0: your uh, ethnicity. Oh, yeah. It's fucking great. Yeah, I yeah. think you do it in such a great way where it's like...
1: Oh, yeah, guys. Mike is not white. Just,
0: uh, oh, yeah. Well, I think they could tell away. by Mike Eshack. That's true. Yeah. Or
2: not. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Mm, maybe. Maybe. Why? Because you're saying I sound like a white guy? I don't think so. That means yes. <laughs> 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 I think you sound more like a black
1: guy than a white guy.
2: Yeah. You know, I had a I had a a, a black girl. This is the only black girl that had an open mic. Like, and she told me she was like, man, it's trippy to like watch you. She's like, because I see you Arab, but you sound black. And I was just like, really? No one's ever said that to me.
0: Well, you grew up in Detroit, It's kind of DMX-ish.
2: It's you know? a little raspy. Got some, yeah. got some, uh,
0: got some weight behind it. <laughs> Seriously, Art. yeah. <laughs> where my dogs at? Where my maybe. dogs? <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you've got kind of a interesting, like, lifestyle for a comic. Where you're first of all from Detroit. Yeah. Um, and you you make your living basically flipping properties in Detroit, right? Not flipping. Not flipping. You, you rent them out. Okay.
2: And then you know, then later on, if it gets to a point, I'll just sell one of the properties. Yeah. You know.
1: Like and most comics, I guess, like around our age, and you know, who aren't being paid like, great money to do comedy yet, yeah, yeah, don't have the kind of capital to just like buy property.
0: True. I'm close. I I actually my net worth is probably negative thirty grand. I don't owe anything, and I owe I owe money. Yeah. <laughs> I was there, bro. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's mainly student loans, but yeah. I mean, I don't own I don't own dick.
2: Yeah. I met a family friend um when I uh, around two thousand five two thousand four five. Who was investing in real estate? And then whenever he would hang out, I would just pick his brain. And I would, I would like see how he would have time to do whatever he wants whenever he wanted. And I was like, that's the type of business I need to be in, yeah. If I want to pursue comedy, pursue shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So then, like, uh, yeah. So that's like what, twelve years ago.
1: I, I having an hourly job does make pursuing comedy so goddamn hard.
2: Yeah. Dude, especially if it's a creative job. Yeah. Like, I was uh, producing Swamp People for three seasons before oh, really? I stopped. Yeah. You know, you've seen that show? For no. Sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get that gator!
1: So it's like you're already expending, like, your creative juices on something else. This, How much do you have left?
2: And that show was uh, a fucking Rubik's Cube, basically. is what Developing an episode from 30 days of footage. Yeah. Eight different boats boat teams yeah. it's like the subtitles it's a monolith <laughs> of shit to go through man. Yeah. so that that's um, what you did with that show yeah you
1: basically picked the footage that made it on tv
2: basically and then also fudge things like make things happen that never happened so that it's more awesome to watch sure. like for example like this is this is this is my job i'm gonna if you're a, a swamp people fan s- surprise it's it's something it's most of it's real
1: yeah
2: but we fucking things in the in the editing and one of my favorite ones i did make was, it look
1: like someone's about to get their arm bit off by a gator when they weren't
2: yeah all kinds of stuff like that but i love getting even more creative with it man i have this one where the storyline of these two guys there's like a, a, a there's like a bet who's gonna get the biggest alligator at the end of the season and these two guys haven't caught anything big for like the majority of the season that's their storyline and still in my episode they have fucking all kinds of problems they come into a uh, uh, an area, and they, in, the, in the real footage, they see a baby deer, like a fawn, in the swamp water, desperately trying to get back on shore, you know, and it was a steep thing. So in the footage, they are like, fuck, we got to help this. So they picked up the baby deer, walked it up to land, and let it go, right? But in my episode, they saw the baby deer, they're about to get the baby deer, and then they notice a giant fucking alligator also going to eat the deer and then they had to fight this alligator, save the deer, and actually get the biggest alligator that they've ever how gotten all manage? season. <laughs> that seems like well, it sounds way better first off. Yeah, yeah. right? It's way like way better. Way right? better. It's <laughs> like, drama. "Oh, look at the cute." "Oh no." Yeah, You know what I'm saying? It's like it's great. This is the key. If you ever watched Swamp People, it's genius in like the idea of how they made this structured this show to work the way it does. Every character in every episode for every season wears the exact same fucking thing that they wore in episode one. Oh.
1: So you can always cut to Probably not by you. choice.
2: So basically, when I was working season four to season six, I had three other, four other, five other years to go back and cherry pick stuff that wasn't used. Really, really intricate. We even had this way yeah, that this, this, this timeline that I created where I took all the seasons' episodes and put them back to back. And then I would like find some footage from like season three and go, Let me pull this fucking thing out, put it into that timeline, and then I can tell the timeline, Has this thing been used? and it'll highlight it. Oh my god, that's crazy, you know what I'm saying? So then that, that way I could be like, Nope, cool, this is going around. So you're story basically now. making movies,
0: like, like you're, you're making a movie because it's a, a plethora
2: of fucking yeah. Uh, Stakes are higher, like
0: better plot.
2: Like, imagine, like, you're going to be editing a movie, but they shot just about everything under the sun, and you got to figure out what the story is or just create it. That's fucking awesome. That sounds fucking awesome. Amazing, bro. Now, imagine doing 12, 13, 14 hours of that. You're also – I was a story producer, so I was also juggling, you know, four or five editors and making sure these different storylines are getting fucking produced, whatever. No – there's no way I want to do an open mic after that. Yeah. Yeah. It was like I just want to fucking get a blow Should've job get, and yeah, go to sleep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, Not yeah. even eat. I don't even want to eat. <laughs> yeah. No. <Must> <laughs> Too tired so to weight. eat. <laughs> right, exactly. But it was, yeah, it was. it was. Were you
1: living in LA when you were doing that? Or were you in
2: Detroit? So... No, that's here. The job, The LA, that LA, that, job that brought you out, yeah? got me here, bit me here, here bit of a little I of up working on other reality jobs, like in New York and other places, and then, uh, and then web series that I created online called the Ed and Mo show, which was like a trailer park boys version, but takes place in Dearborn, Michigan. You know what trailer park boys yeah. is? Yeah. Yeah. So I did a mockumentary style web series. And then then that web series got me the job on people Yeah. Now, how did and you, and then I came out here. Oh, so that's, that's sick. That. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. The way it worked out. Yeah. yeah. I was ballsy to get that job though, man. Like, um, I put a, you remember that sh- that boxing show, the contender, yeah yeah it's yeah. it coming back it's coming back yeah. right so my buddy from dearborn was one of the contenders on there so in my web series which is a comedic reality fake reality yeah. show of my town i made one of the main characters which is a white boy who we call a way. Uh, he's a way rab he's a white guy who wants to be an arab right a thing in michigan yes <laughs> okay and he only dates Arab Muslim girls (laughs) and one of the girls that he got caught with was this boxer so then like he's the arch nemesis is this real boxer so I created this thing and he loved it after I created he's like this is amazing so he sent it to his producer who produced the contender and then he said hey man would you have a meeting with this guy he's in LA I was visiting he's like yeah sure so I went to go visit the guy we talked, we were shoot the shit, all of a sudden we became buddies. We're talking about pussy now and all kinds of fucking shit and relationships and this. And then he's like, hey man, he goes, I gotta get going, man, because I got a meeting in about five minutes. He was really, really nice to meet you. He goes, let me know if, if you're back in town, man, this, that, and the other thing. And he went to go shake my hand. And basically he was just gonna do well a favor, meet this guy and whatever. Mm-hmm. Not give him a job. And the guy shook my hand and I swear to God, dude, I had a plane ticket that I was supposed to leave in two days, and I didn't want to leave. Yeah. So then I fucking like wouldn't let his hand go. <laughs> and then he was like, he's like, he's like, and I'm like, he's like, what's up? And he was like, Hey bro, I go, I really don't want to go home right now because I'm supposed to leave in two days. Can you give me a job? Really? Like Damn. that. That's exactly he what I like, thought. Hey, and he people? just started laughing. He just started laughing. Oh my dude. God. dude! He, started laughing. he couldn't believe that. He couldn't believe that. I was just like that. And then he was like, Are you? he goes, he goes, you're overqualified to be a PA. I'm gonna go. I'll take it. I go. I just want to fucking get a job. I just want to hang out in LA a lot longer. And then he let me PA this thing. I fucking hustled it like a motherfucker, man. It was a stressful fucking reality show that he was shooting. Which and one? It was uh, Tattoo Rescue.
1: Okay, oh, I remember that show. I like that. Yeah. He was
2: he was the executive producer crew who created the pilot, so he created the the show. Um, and then uh, and then this guy's just so cool, man. His name is Adam Browse. He's a good friend of mine now. But he like walked up to me and he was like, "Hey, man, you're overqualified to be a PA." He goes, on right, my next gig, man, I'll think of you for story. Because he goes, I think that, you know, you're you're way too overqualified for that. He goes, you'll fit in right. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And sure enough, dude, all of a sudden, one day, he's like, hey, man, the EP for Swamp People just bailed. And I'm the new EP, and I'm assembling my team. He goes, you want to move to L.A.? I was like, fuck the fuck.
1: That's that's a pretty awesome story. Yeah, it was cool. That's just like the balls it takes to do something like that.
2: What, to be like, give me a job? Yeah, <laughs> <me> a job. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh. And how to your
1: life in Detroit that you, that's. Basically, all you know, you're yeah. like, yeah. I just, I know, I, I'm only supposed to be here two extra days, but I'm not leaving.
0: When you were into De- uh, in Detroit, did you always know, like, I cannot wait to get out of here, or did it take coming to LA to be like? This is what no I always wanted to you get always out wanted to, to LA. I
2: always yeah. wanted to get out to LA, but then there was like financial this and then I was also investing in properties. I was even at a time living with my mom so I can save money to buy more properties, you know. I was like really
1: yeah, yeah really hustling.
2: fiscally minded about cushioning my future, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Um but it was always in the back of my head. But then, like, then I would get these reality gigs, and then my reality started getting bigger, and working with bigger production companies, and they would they would contract me out, fly me out to these places to produce. And then uh, it just so happened, dude. The guy just hit me up, and I was just like, "This is perfect." I was been wanting to go to fucking. I've already been visiting L. A. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I've already been like when 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 I was there and I met him the first time and I told him I didn't want to leave. I was just there for two weeks, scoping it out, hoping to see if I can land something. You know? Well it's like a uh good And then thing. I did like two days before. Well deserved before That's leaving, I mean. yeah.
1: That's nuts. So when you um made that like web series the fake um yeah. fake reality show. Ed
2: and Mo Show Ed and Show.com Ed and yeah.
1: Ed and Mo
2: Ed and Mo M O E Mo. Okay. So Ed's two guys Were Ed and Mo you already
1: doing stand up then. No dude. When did you get into it?
2: You you won't I don't I like I hate telling people this. Like a year and a half.
1: Really? why do you need
2: that because dude like people think oh no how the fuck you know oh well, you're probably not experienced the thing is though is i've been okay. i've been in comedy 15 years just not in the stand-up realm you know what i'm saying i started off as an improviser a second well, city could not tell at all i'm a second city alum uh i've got tons of freaking stage time doing improv uh professionally you know what i'm saying uh i was living and breathing comedy creating like comedic skits Uh, Getting hired in movies or like uh, a stage jobs, doing a lot of comedic stage plays. So I understood comedy already, Mm -hmm. man. So the thing is, is that I've always wanted to try it. I just never did it. And you know, you know what got me? When I moved out here, I realized how flaky everyone is. Yeah, And I realized how hard it is to be part of an improv troupe in the flakiest city in fucking L.A. (laughs) It was so hard to coordinate and get people to fucking do shows on a weekly basis that I was like, I'm losing my comedy chops. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, let me just go to an open mic and just fuck around with writing and like seeing how that shit works. And then it just like clicked within like a month. I had my first month. I had three and a half solid minutes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then, then I was just like, "Yeah, man, this is fun, and it seems to fit in all my other skill sets that I've acquired throughout the years. Fits in perfectly."
0: Yeah, collaborating is so important, um, to, you know, to make stuff, produce content. But it's so hard in a, a city like L.A. where people are flaky. Yeah, going across town is a fucking nightmare. Right. People work different jobs, different kind of jobs. They work a nine to five. They work a twelve to ten. They were. Day job, night job. If
1: you're like suddenly doing improv, you probably work as like a waiter or a bartender. Yeah, exactly. You
0: know, and I had a web series when I first moved out here, um, and it was like three episodes. I I wrote the fourth one, and I was getting like really good feedback from uh, like my friends and you know very people who are very objective uh, as well, and um, I just couldn't do the fourth because the production crew, the extras, the actors, the actors organizing like eight or nine people's schedules and it just wasn't working at all
1: and plus you know what the fuck are you gonna do for these people exactly yeah you're, I you're mean not like some big i have a case of beer and,
0: and a pizza yeah. that's it like yeah. you
1: know you guys re your schedule for me and you'll really go places yeah
0: you yeah. know it's kind of it's hard <laughs> yeah it's
1: hard but that's kind of what people are like out here
0: yeah and i'm i'm not good at like writing the one to two minute sketches like these instagram sketches like i'm better with Four to six pages or, or more. It's hard for me
2: to write these little quick learn. Yeah, I know. That's all I got to say. Yeah, my more I, uh, the, the skill that I got from doing Swamp People gave me the skill to write comedy, mm-hmm. and the and 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 my my because we have commercials, you got to make this thing that happened in a span of three days happen in a scene that's two and a half minutes. Then you got to cut the commercial, right? So the art of truncation I learned, and not only what I learned is the more you can cut the fat, the more you the leaner it gets, the better it is, the more realistic it feels.
1: I I love that point because I will say when I first kind of started when I moved out here, I was writing these bits that were, it would be great if I had an hour special. (laughs) I I mean I wouldn't say great, you know, because I wasn't that good, but like. They were, you need so that much, kind of time. There was so much buildup. Yeah. And then just a
0: punchline.
1: In and it, five minutes, a two-minute buildup for a punchline
2: probably isn't going to pan out too well for no. you. And they were
0: if, funny jokes if you just trimmed
2: off the fat, which yeah. he eventually did. Yeah. If you can just make it a setup punch, that's the, yeah. that's the shit, man. And
1: that's what's kind of so weird about stand-up is I think everyone sort of starts with – like that, where they need to trim all this fat to get down to an effective five minute set. And then the better you get, the kind of more fat you have to now add in because your sets get longer and longer.
2: Yeah, I you know, yeah, I, I'm I'm really trying to get to a point where I can get my thirty minutes tight, like my seven, ten minutes. Yeah, like how hard is five that, minutes you know. You know, it's, I don't know, man, I'm constantly working on it. Like right now I'm like really for the first time compiling everything that I have and trying to see it in a big picture. Where does this go? What new transitions need to be created? You know, I was talking to Dean Del Rey like about two or three months ago and uh he had a lot on his mind, dude. He came off the set he, and then I was just like, what's up dude? And he was like, and he just started frustrating about he's like, My God, man, he goes, It's all about trying to figure out what that set list is. Yeah. Yeah. You know? He's like he's like he's like where you put shit matters so much, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, I fucking agree, man. That's the that's the conundrum.
0: Yeah, there was a story about uh Tom Sugarhart in his podcast where he was headlining one weekend's like bumblefuck USA, and uh the uh, the booker had never seen him but heard he was really funny. So the first night he goes up, uh like maybe like the Thursday show. And uh, his first joke is like a, a rape joke, right? Um, and just bomb for an hour. Second night goes up, and before he goes up the second night, the booker's like, "Hey, I heard I thought you were funny. Like you were pretty shitty the night before." He's like, "Watch tonight, I'll be funny." It was an off crowd last night. Just watch tonight. Goes up and starts the same joke, bombs. Third night, his buddy's like, "Dude, I forget who it was." But he's like, "Dude, I uh, I not really tell you how to do your jokes, but." You know that, that rave joke you do? Do it like second or third. It's like, all right, fine, whatever. Third night, does it like third and fucking kills. Yeah. And then he did the second show that night, same kind of thing, and fucking kills. I'm surprised he didn't like, know think that. Think of that sooner?
2: Well, instinctively. Cause... Yeah, because he's so good. Well, maybe yeah. he was maybe in a point in
0: his, his career where he was just like ex- – he was extremely confident. It was probably like three or four years ago when he was – I think his second yeah. uh, special came out. Maybe he just thought he was – He
2: was better than that. He was better than that. Yeah. There's definitely, there's definitely that that you gotta wrestle your fucking ego, man.
1: And there's weird little things that'll just throw a crowd off. Like I remember you telling me one time. I said cunt twice in the same five minute set. (laughs) And you're like, dude, cut it down to one cunt.
0: (laughs) You gotta gotta shave off that
2: that cunt.
1: One cunt, you can get away with. You're you're not a two-cunt comic. You're not a two-cunt
2: comic. uh, Maybe like not even Chappelle's a two cunt comic guy. Yeah, like he made two and a half.
0: Five minutes. That's not an hour. Yeah, Yeah, you're a one cunt
2: guy and they're giving you that one cunt. Like,
0: all right, you can have it.
2: (laughs) He just dropped two specials. He'll have (laughs) one cunt each special.
0: But then also knowing your your audience is is huge, yeah. and having like diversity in your material, because when I f- like first first started, it was all just I mean what I, what I knew I was like 20 years old, all I was I was just jerking off. yeah that's, 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 that's all I knew you know that's a joke. Yeah. I had no diversity in clean stuff, dirty stuff, stuff in the middle to gauge a, you know gauge a crowd worthy into. And I did a show like a, it was like a Saturday night, 10 o'clock in New York City, did a, like a nine minute set, did very, very well. The next night, I did a 7 o'clock show at a steakhouse, did the same set, and literally, like, five minutes in, some like, lady yelled out, oh, my God, this is so gross. <laughs>
1: <Because> <laughs> you were steaks eating steaks. I know. I just and didn't. I just go, it's 7 p.m. It's light out. Yeah. They're, 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 they are not. I'm at the,
0: the Scotty's Comedy Cove yep. in
2: Springfield, New Jersey. Oh, you, got, you guys are from New Jersey. Yeah. Right? Where's the accent?
1: I don't know. Dude, people from New Jersey don't have as yeah
0: not, not everyone's bullshit motherfucker
2: I've met them.
1: This, I I mine comes out a little bit when I drink.
0: Yeah, I say water real weird. Water, water, coffee, coffee. What's coffee say? Coffee, coffee, coffee. Like
1: A-W, A W. If I'm not people...
0: thinking about it, or like chocolate. Coffee, you said coffee. coffee. Yeah, cho- chocolate. Chocolate. You know, yeah, yeah. like little things like chocolate. that. Yeah, but for the most part, I I, yeah. I talk pretty normal. Yeah. Yeah. Some some R's get dropped. I went to school in Vermont yeah. and all my buddies were from Boston. Like, wicked this, wicked that. Yo, dude, what the fuck are you doing, you fucking cocksucker? Yeah, you know, it's all yeah. that shit. So I like yeah. hear that for four years sometimes. Right. I'm like, I said wicked once from my dad. He's like, what the fuck did you just say? I, I said, t- I that door. Here. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, man. I fucking, that accent, man, like, you guys ever been to R- Rincón, Puerto Rico? No, yeah. There's a lot of, like, people, I think, there's a lot of expats there but i think the majority of them are from Staten Island. Oh my god. They're from Staten Island. Is that
1: where um that guy Peter Schiff who was on Joe Rogan's podcast is that where he lives?
2: I don't he lives in Puerto Rico but i don't know if he lives in Rincón. I don't know. I I got to sh- I should listen to that again. I don't think he said where he lives on the island. I
1: don't think he did.
2: I don't think because it's such a small island. I don't think anybody wants he wants anybody True, to yeah. find him. But anyway, so we're in Rincón which is a lot of expats there and and uh, people from uh, Staten Island and to be be honest man, I, I just was like under the impression that they wouldn't have that fucking accent. I don't know why, but apparently they don't. They all sound like they're from fucking Montana. But, <laughs> it's most really weird. From New
1: York, New Jersey don't have that thick of an accent. It's just the people who have it, it is
0: very thick. It's yeah, very thick. it's very they, they thick. They've lived there like three or four generations in yeah. Brooklyn, you know.
2: But then while well, while I was there, I just started obsessing over this. Every time I would meet someone and they were white, I'd be like, let me guess. Staten Island yeah, <laughs> and then I get disappointed to be like, What I'm like, where's the accent?" And then they always be like, "Oh, those are the people in the south uh, nice. like, It's always like that everywhere yeah. oh, the, yeah, the no, one no, on the no, side't no, oh, that's not that's us the other side, no. so then we're at this one bar, man, me and my friend Andy, and I hear this obnoxious New Jersey accent from this Greek girl, oh my God god and right away it was like everything i asked for came true you know and you hated it and i and i and i well, hold on i went to go walk up to talk to her and i heard her i overheard her say this this is what made me walk up to this she was just like bdm it's gonna be a new stock in the market you should invest in it if you don't you're an idiot <laughs> that's, what she said. that's exactly what she said if you don't do it you're an, idiot. you're an idiot so then all of a sudden i was like hey hey what are you talking about she's like, Stacks. And I'm Stinax. like, hey, and then I was like, stocks? Yeah, yeah. She goes, stacks. she goes, no, stacks, like the stack market. And I was like, oh. that's what I said the first time. God, it's so bad. It's so bad. And then this is the thing, bro. Her friends were really hot. She, bro, looked like, the the way I explain it is like, like um, Tony Soprano with titties. That's basically <laughs> what it is. She's just a, like a with bigger titties. You know what I'm saying? She had a line linebacker build, yeah, that, you know. That, that, that wide v back natural yeah, no neck. That nice yeah. hairline. Angry about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Flat ass. And just... then and then and then she hit on me in the most stereotypical New Jersey way I would think things would go down. Does tell that make me, sense? Tell me about Please it. tell. It was the best, dude. So she's fucking talking to her friend. She's so verbose. She has no filter whatsoever. She's talking to her friend about something. I'm just still hanging out there because I find it hilarious. And then all of a sudden she goes, I got to take a shit. I'm going to use the bathroom. And then before she leaves, <laughs>
0: oh, Jesus. God. That's hitting on you? Uh, no, hold on. <laughs> this is how she
2: hit on me. So first she tells me she's going to go to the bathroom and take a shit. Okay. And then she stops and then she turns around, and looks at me, and then she hits on me but she hits on me in a way that it's almost as if she does this with every guy she hits on because it's a hypnotic trick. So I'm going to do it to you. Okay. And what she does is she'll just ask rapid fire questions. Okay. And then she'll ask another question before you can even answer that question. And I'll I'll just do it to you. So just answer every question I give to you. Okay. Uh, Where's your family from? What city you come from? What's your favorite color? You want to bang it out?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, of course. That's exactly what she
2: did. And then you slip and say, yes. She's like, that's did a
0: verbal yes. contract. Yes.
2: That's exactly what she did. And I tense the law. That's what she did. She asked me three random questions, and then out of nowhere, she goes, you want to bang it out? And then she just stared at me. You want to bang it out? What? She, exact goes, words? Then she goes, yeah, she goes, you want to bang it out? And then she like looked at me and waited for an answer, and I was speechless. I couldn't say shit because I didn't want to bang it out. <laughs> and no, really? this is exactly no, what she said. did after that. She just looked at me, and she goes, you scared I hate that. And then she went to go take a shit. You know oh, what I'm saying? It's
1: just like. <laughs> my sister had a, a Guido one time.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, So she went to Rutgers she, like, first off, which is like Guido fucking central. Yeah.
1: I don't know if this happened at Rutgers or if it happened down the shore. Oh, okay. One of these. And he, he said something really obnoxious to her. And my sister like, does not play that. Yeah. Like, that is not her thing. She's You're not right. going to be like, oh, wow. Uh, you know, I can't believe his confidence. That's so attractive. And I think she just laughed at him. And he just goes, you're not focused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not focused. I think that's even worse than you're scared. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, that that yeah. doesn't yeah. even imply that like, oh, yeah. wow, you're not. just me. Just, yeah, yeah ah, you're yeah. not focused. You're not
2: focused. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the reason. That's you can change this. You didn't answer. prepare enough.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're not focused. Yeah. You ain't ready. I'll a, come if, back if, tomorrow when you're focused. If a fighter gets knocked out in the first
2: round, hey, you weren't focused. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 100%. You don't want to bang
1: this guy also.
0: Not, not, focused. Fo- not
2: focused. You're not focused. You're not focused on the prize.
1: <laughs> oh, the God, best so rejection I've ever heard.
2: God, man. I fucking love that That just meeting that girl was just that That made the trip for me, man. I was just like – I met the, the person I was hoping yeah. to meet.
1: Yep, the whole time.
2: I created probably
0: the best icebreaker slash like a – Oh, yeah. Okay, so
1: best and worst.
0: Best and worst. So if you're at a bar and it's like kind of quiet and you're like able to talk to the bartender and there's like girls across the bar, you go to the bartender, you go, "Listen, dude, here's ten bucks. Do me a favor. Got a couple go martini glasses, fill them with water, put a put a lemon twist in there, bring them to the girls into the bar, and say it's a round of waters on the gentleman over there."
1: Don't even tell them it's water. Have, have no, no,
0: no, no, no. You say it's a round of waters. So the guy goes up, goes, "Excuse me, ladies," and he see like five martini glasses, He's like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." this is a, a round of waters from the gentleman in the corner. And we all just like raise our hands like, yep, hey do
1: We're just <laughs> at a diner too.
0: <laughs> and then also, or you can do it at a diner. You go to the waitress, hey, listen, I hear ten bucks, do me a favor. Get a round of waters with lemon and bring it to the chicks in that booth and say it's from us. Like, well, excuse me, ladies, this is a round of waters from the gentleman in the booth. And then they'll send a round of waters back. <laughs> and it's a great way to see Like, what their sense of humor is. Because a lot of girls girls just dump them out and say, oh, fuck you, you cheap fuck. Oh, no shit. Oh, my God. Out here. Out here, especially.
2: And in Jersey. They're like, fuck you, you you
0: cheap fuck. I'm like, oh.
2: Damn. A lot of girls laugh. A lot of girls laugh. I don't like the the idea that women are entitled to get money
1: from guys. It's ridiculous.
2: It's ridiculous. Why do I have to buy you a drink? You know where that comes from, right? No. It's because... Back when these marriage laws were created, it was at a time where women weren't even allowed to work. Women weren't allowed to drive. Women weren't allowed to vote. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, yeah, that's why when you divorce a woman, now you may lose half your fucking shit. Yeah. You know, because the laws are still they the same way to. because the men were the caretakers. Now women have freedom to do what they want, make their own freaking money. But yet, you know. Conveniently, it works for them yeah, to well, be just you, like, you "Oh, you up? should, you should, you should pay." <laughs> exactly, but to be honest, man, I like, I, I love when I meet girls that are very like they got their own shit going. Yeah, and honestly, I
1: thought it was more because we're just more desperate to fuck them than they are to fuck us.
2: There's that too, man. I fu- I f- <laughs> Dude, I, I don't, I don't pay for no one's meals, man, unless I actually like the person. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'll do it. I think it's stupid.
1: I'll do it like on a date. Um, I might get a girl one drink at the bar as like an icebreaker, but I'm not going to be paying for someone's drinks all night. No, never
2: get a drink for (laughs) the icebreaker, bro.
1: I
0: mean, one of my that's
2: my number one rule, because I think you just now you turn into like this. Can I buy your love? Can I buy your attention? Can I buy your weakened yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? I won't. Yeah, I won't do that. That's how I look at it. But the first
0: date is usually let's get drinks because it's cheaper than dinner and it's less awkward than dinner. Because when you're eating dinner, you can't really talk, I and mean, then you're paying this money for this food, and you can't really eat as much when you're on a date. Let's get drinks first, test it out. Then the second date is usually dinner. And I'm gonna, I go in knowing I'm going to pay for the meal. But what I look for is how long does she fake look for her purse in her bigger purse? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like if she gives me like a, oh, here's the check, and just like looks at the bag and looks back at me, I'm like, oh, fuck you.
2: Or they do that. Really slow.
0: Yeah. You know, oh, um, I mean, uh, kind of search, take bed. things out. No, oh, no, I hold kinda on. Give me just pretend yeah. for a second. Yeah. Let, let me yeah. be able to say
1: no 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 no. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Give me
2: a chance to be like, no, 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 I got it. They're like, Oh, the check, thanks. When those girls, those type of girls right there, that's where you are in a dilemma because as soon as she starts doing that, that type of girl. The Jeopardy music plays in the background, bro. And then when that music ends, she's not fucking you. <laughs> if you don't pay for it, she's not fucking you. That's just it. Just wait it out. Just yeah. sit there. Don't even exactly. Wait for your while. If it's just like ding, 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 <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Oh, when you and you your. She she actually grabs it. Check grabs big. And she she's got it now. You're you guys are not fucking. Yeah, you. Yeah, so that's I, it. Definitely not that type well, of girl. I
0: went on a date once that um, she called
2: and made the reservation. Really. Little thing. Wait a minute. Didn't like it. Wait a minute. Did not like wait it. Wait a minute. It
1: does seem a little masculine.
2: Wait a minute. She called and made the reservation to a restaurant that you guys were going that you were obligated to pay for. Is that how, has that how that worked? Did she pick the place? Did, or she, did you agree upon a place? She,
1: and then she called. Co- she, the she chose a
2: call. $5 like rating. Like, what was it? Like, wait, what yeah. yeah On Yelp, the, the, the $5 dollar signs? signs. She, she took you one of those places? I, I think it was four.
0: Four dollar signs. That's what I'm saying. And yeah, did it, you guys it was,
1: agree was... upon this beforehand? And then um, she took it upon no. herself. No. So, so oh, she so was like, "Hey, right, I made bro. this reservation." for So us.
0: she she like picked the spot, right? And then she said, "Um, she like made a uh the reservation. It's like, oh, I, I made the reservation. I'm like, oh, you made the reservation? It's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. So of course, I get to the restaurant first that night, and I go, uh, um, reservation under uh, Julie. Okay, last name." And met her on fucking Bumble. So I was like, ah. They only, they only tell me her name and rage. age. She's Julie. <laughs> she's 26. <laughs> yeah, she's you fluent in sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she loves dogs and
2: pizza. Yeah. Did she call to make a reservation? Yeah. Nothing makes her happier than finding a building with just wings in it yeah. <laughs> oh
1: my
0: So that
2: she could take her- a <laughs> great picture. Or, or being yeah. in
1: that sprinkle uh, pool at the ice cream museum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, she didn't check in yet. Why don't you sit down? I'm like, okay. And then she comes and...
1: You're sitting there like it was just in the front. Yeah, I like was I
0: was like, I was like waiting like oh, too like, close hi. to each other. <laughs> you know? It was it was an odd uh
2: did It was an odd meal. I did. See, well, how much was the meal? Um three hundred dollars. It was Must have been no 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 no, no. she was probably like eighty, 80 when She, 85, ordered, she went did. to the most expensive thing. Listen, one time I went on a date and I made uh a mistake. Okay. Um... Uh, I was really busy working on that show Swamp People. Mm-hmm. So I would use lunchtime during the day to meet girls. Okay. okay. And I like I learned I like meeting girls in midday because that's the really only time I had to like before the weekend came up and I would like to meet them midday because why? Dude, when you meet a girl midday, the the amount of things that you're doing are not gonna cost you three hundred dollars.
1: That's a great point. You Very know what true. I'm
2: saying? Not only that, you weed out the gold diggers. Yeah. You'll know you're dealing with a gold digger online when every time you try to like get like a like a early or late afternoon weeknight type thing just for a real quick meet she tries to push it to a Friday or Saturday at night.
1: Interesting.
2: And then and then that's when I pretty much just give up because then it's like I do I really want to invest that time yeah. and that time of money for a girl Who's probably only looking for the fucking qualifier of being able to get a meal. It's that, and also, especially in Los
0: Angeles, maybe they're the type of girl that needs to go out on those like prime nights. Like she's always gotta be seen out on a Friday, seen out on a Saturday. I need a time. more laid
2: back chick, man. Because I date I date girls that are just. Like- <laughs> They could get all dialed up, but the majority of the time, they're just ponytails and just winging it. Yeah. In. That's attractive as fuck to me, right there. Because I work weekends. I don't want to go out on weekends. I'm tired. I don't mind going out on the weekends, but, you know, at the same time, it's like, I also don't want to date a girl. It doesn't I don't want
1: it to be an obligation.
2: Like, you know, the, the too much makeup girl. Oh, Ugh, God, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. What gotta, is gotta happening? got to wash your
1: pillowcase every time she's Yeah. Her.
2: Oh, but what I was going to tell you, so I, I went on a date with this one girl. Who said, uh, "Hey, let's go meet for something to eat"? And I'm like, "Well, I'm really not that hungry." She like whatever. She was really cute, so I was like, "Okay." And I chose a place by my, by my, by my thing, forgetting to know how expensive the place oh. is. So we get there, and right away she sits down and she opens it up, and it was like, as soon as she came in, she was obnoxious. Like I did not like her at all. I can't do that. Like where she was loud and just fucking like. Blah, 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 blah. So I was just like, I don't care how that. cute you are, you're fucking. One of those. So we sit down, we're talking, and she just wouldn't stop talking. One of those girls just keeps fucking talking and blah, 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 blah. Goes, orders the most expensive thing on the freaking menu and blah, blah, blah. Orders it, and I go, yeah, I'm not having any whatever. And then the bill comes, and she's all like, looks at me, and I was just, because I had like a, a cocktail or whatever, I go to the wages. I'm like, hey, uh, could you split that? Because oh, I'm yes. not paying for the food. Good.
0: I love that's that. And then
2: that she was like, Excuse me. And she was like looking at the waitress that the waitress would might qualify her. And the waitress looked at her and looked at me and smiled. She's like, No problem. And she just came <laughs> back. To well, then that's, that's like, <laughs> that's, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, totally like valid for dude. you because you didn't even eat. This girl here, straight the fuck up, man, is just one of those girls that you just got to learn how to weed out, man. It's yeah. not even worth meeting them up in public.
1: Yeah, I actually, mean, I mean, you, know? you don't want to date a girl like that.
2: Fuck no! Not only that, she don't even want to fuck you. She just wants a free meal. Yeah. yeah, and the qualifier of going, "Hey, my looks got me a free meal. Mm-hmm. I feel great today."
1: And then, and then, even if she, even if you do like sleep with her and like end up dating her, she's only dating you to get stuff and to say yeah. that she has a boyfriend. Yeah. she's not dating you because she loves you.
2: Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. I don't know. Like to me, it's like that midday thing is a good qualifier because you'll That's meet really cool chicks. You'll just be like, "Oh man, this girl's a freak, and she's fun, and she's not into like money."
1: It's That's interesting because I'd always heard that lunch lunch date was a friend date.
2: Mm-hmm. I think it, it. Let me tell you something.
0: Overanalyzing.
2: How's this? I can't date a black girl to save my life, bro. Why? Because they take two – the ones that I attract are the ones that take three days to get their hair done before they can come oh in to my meet God. me. <laughs> Those are the good ones that I attract, bro. <laughs> and I've never got – I've never successfully got a black girl in L.A., the ones that I've attracted, to meet me for a midday thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then, like, gotta be And then up. at the end, she's just like, you know what time I got to go to get my hair done to do that? <laughs> and I was just like, don't do
0: your hair. Yeah,
1: you don't need to. And then don't she's need like, you to do like, ah. hair.
0: Dude, I, I love black women. I think they're hilarious. What? I love black women. I think they're fucking hilarious. Yeah, they're funny. Man. I went they're with gorgeous
2: uh, too. Very very pretty.
0: Beautiful. I went to uh, with my girlfriend to get her friend's hair. Like she's picking up her friend's hair, and I'm in the salon, uh, Candice. I was in the salon, and I'm just like standing like on this like big purple bedazzled couch, and this lady goes purple. Black people and love gorgeous. purple. Love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. <laughs> they, they, I'm from Detroit, fans. dude. Trust me, huge I know. Huge fan. They love like purple. Is that how it yeah. works?
2: I don't know. I'm
1: just guessing. That's, Ooh, right that's, that's racist.
2: <laughs> so I'm sitting on this couch,
0: and the lady goes, uh, "Oh, you need some help?" And I'm like, "No, I'm just with her." And she goes, "Oh, I know. I'm just speaking." <laughs> that is such a
1: black woman lie. I
0: loved. it. I'm like, that's the coolest thing I have ever heard. Yeah, I'm. Just I totally feel like a jerk off right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. No,
1: a white woman would never say that. I to know.
0: Anyone. I'm just speaking.
2: No them i wish man yeah you know, I, mean, what I, mean, what I mean be a luck i mean finding ones that i can stomach you know <laughs> what i'm saying the ones i attract are the worst They're the reality show type girls yeah. you know what oh, i mean yeah. it's just too much yeah the, the hair, hair the makeup it. they are it's, it's it's so much it's there's, so there's much. no quick like spontaneous hey, let's go out real quick hey bro this is a, no one no one when I talk about this, bro, I don't think anyone gets it. Maybe I'm the, in a Twilight Zone or I'm seeing something that's okay. What the fuck is going on with some of these girls and their fucking eyebrows?
1: I don't did you draw know on eyebrows? No
2: my god. No, I'm like, not into like, it. like 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 they got the YouTube tutorials and these Ugh. bitches are like fucking putting on Daffy Ducks eyebrows and they shave <laughs> their fucking eyebrows out and then they draw these cartoonish eyebrows. Yeah, I, I
1: thought the whole thing was thick eyebrows weren't attractive. Now now not it only do they to have be. to be thick, they have to be Cartoonish. Yeah, cartoonishly fake as fuck. and fake. Yeah. They can't be real and thick. No. Is That's the, unattractive somehow. Yeah.
2: Dude, <laughs> I've seen some ridiculous eyebrows, bro.
1: You know, and what's really weird is so you can see it like even across the table or across the room and it looks like kind of normal.
2: You're up like really close
1: next to somebody with those drawn on eyebrows. Yeah. And, like really looking at them, they look fucking
2: weird weird bro some of them do it to where you can see it from across the fucking room yeah. it's just like your hair is blonde but you got black marked out fucking and i don't
1: and half of them they get that like angle and then they go like halfway down to their
2: right. like their cheek they don't understand that you got to like accentuate your skull that's already shaped your actual brow ridge some of these girls are like Getting rid of the fucking hair and then drawing eyebrows three yeah. or two inches. You have some
0: boundaries. Brow. There are some already like, like set perimeters. <laughs>
2: exactly. You, you know, know what
0: I'm saying? Like, you can only do so much. Yeah. You can only go off the beaten path so
2: much. Like our brains are hardwired to see a specific type of pattern when you look at a human face. And now <laughs> yeah. you're hijacking that. You're, you're just fucking you're using like that. Right yeah. You're fucking like hacking. Maybe that. it's like it's like that
1: girl who asks three questions really fast and then asks you to bang. You're too busy. Same looking thing. Looking at her eyebrows. Want to bang? Oh my god,
2: yeah.
0: yes. Yes, it's supposed <laughs> to be like a Jedi mind <laughs> trick. Be like,
2: yes, I would love to bang you. You're not focused. I exactly. want to bang it out,
0: guys. That's actually uh, already in an hour,
2: Ooh, damn. and we get cut off in four minutes. All right.
0: Um, oh yeah like
2: it only records up to an hour yeah
0: i think that's kind of good though kind of keeps you on track a little yeah, bit yeah. so keeps consistent. i've actually
1: figured out that you can do multiple segments mm-hmm. and like kind of mash them together but i i will admit I just like one hour get a time.
0: new app yeah bro. true what, what, uh, what do you use do you have a podcast
2: i don't do podcasts
0: do you know other uh i don't know anything about podcasts all right we're gonna do one
2: yeah you might have to just I don't know. i like this it. one
0: but um, any uh, upcoming uh, gigs or anything like that?
2: Uh, I'm doing the World Series of Comedy in Indiana. Oh, you've been June that. 23 to the 27th at the Belterra Casino. I'll be there for the whole week. i performing towards the end of the week in the second round. I hope I make it to the final round. And then I got a bunch of shows coming up in um, – I'll be in Oceanside September 14th, 15th, and 16th. Um. The um, the venues are on my site. Oh yeah, Mike from Detroit dot com. Mike from Detroit on Instagram, Mike from Detroit on Facebook and uh, Twitter, and Mike from Detroit dot com. Fuck yeah, Whoa. Patrick. Anything?
0: Uh, I don't have anything coming up.
1: Um, like I'm probably gonna start working on new material. Mm-hmm. But you can find me at Pat underscore Colicchio on Instagram and at Ocho Calicchio on Twitter.
0: Yeah, Perfect. and then I'm doing the uh, Sycamore Tavern, the Dojo, this Monday the 10th at 8 p.m. Um, And you can find me on Instagram, Vinny, two underscores, Falcone. And this has been Going Nowhere Fast. Go fuck yourself.